like it, you know you, as you get older and you learn more you 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 understand your parents it, if not better than at least differently and so when you're like oh dad was the replacement son that's pretty rough for him <laughs> yeah, he had a lot to live up to <laughs> yeah i uh do that when i uh um lose a podcast which i feel like is basically the same <laughs> thing yeah R- really I mean, you, you do have win. a child so it's not like you have to <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> right, <could> right. <laughs> I also have a kid who is just as important to me as my podcast. Almost, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't sound convinced. Oh is this for, is this real or are you testing? This is real life, baby. Oh baby. Welcome to AE Double Back for Friday, May 28th, 2021. We are in the basketball season, so oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I like the hoops. I like the balls. I like the tall man. It's all good, baby. I mm, that does not sound like I think you meant it to sound. Well, if that's if that's uh, your the attitude, then, if that's what you think, then it seems like you're the one who has the problem, friend. Whoa. I mean, look, uh, I am all for it. Gentlemen, put the guns away. <laughs> Look, it's it's pride is coming up, so let us just uh, accept that uh, balls are wonderful, and uh, <laughs> we should have shows about them regularly. Yeah. Um. If there was yeah, a if there was I'm like a, ce- a celebrity this. like check for for uh, like ball lumps show, I would watch it once. No, why not? Yeah, there's like a they show could be, in they... uh, the UK what? that's just like naked people. Huh. That's like the whole show. Hey, did you ever see clips of that? Uh, There's a, I think it's a Japanese show. I'm pretty sure uh, where people peed down a ramp Mm. and like they, yeah, they peed down a ramp and there was like a boat or something Mm. at the bottom of the ramp and it had to like cross this little pool and the key stream had to be plentiful or strong enough to move it across the little pool are several people like trying to advance the same boat or their own boats or are they taking turns they have their own okay yeah and it's not several people. It'd be like two people. You know, it's one of those games that has like a million mini games in the game. Oh, oh. So this that is, was like one of the. It's my challenges. fault for Googling this. Is there like a prize also for like not, stinkiest pee and stuff like that? Is that what it is? Didn't work out. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> but you know, you? if someone ever wanted a show like that, I bet you could get hired as a judge. Sure. Please do not Google Japanese peeing boat show if you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> you, that's not going to get do. you. It's not like, going to get you there. Just do it. No, you will get uh, other. You will get. We know other how Google works Google at this entries. point. You will never find what you're looking for if oh, you boy. put the word pee <laughs> in there. No. I thought that maybe the combination show. like Japanese show, Game show. like. That's they would try yeah. game show and try then game. do okay. boat. <laughs> oh, Japanese game show P boat. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not help. Nope. What? Nope. So interactive urinal Wikipedia comes up a few down. Um, nope. Still nothing. Uh, ooh. Japanese game show. Oh, that does not look good. 
Oh, Japanese well, game show peeing. Oh my God, no! This is just don't, just don't. Nobody, please no. My God, well, now I got. To. Now I got. Google to. has like Japanese, no fucks to give anymore. So, there was a wrestling show on tonight. <laughs> game show. Um, it's on a Friday. Uh, also, uh, next week will also be on a Friday. So don't show up on Wednesday expecting to hear our delightful urine soaked voices sorry not gonna happen wait till friday sorry everyone i just however however if you come in sunday night or monday morning you might very well get a special bonus episode maybe maybe we are going to a theater to watch and it's gonna be in friggin long beach we're going to long beach you have enough time to possibly not sure this is going to happen but we may possibly do a podcast in the car as i'm driving us all back which i think would be fun yeah we shall i'd see. be all hopped up on like candy and popcorn i mean like there at, at a bare minimum there's gonna no. be more than enough time to watch some of these uh p uh game show videos you know what uh you should take care of that before we go to yeah. uh, the pay-per-view? Get that out of your system. I, mean, I, I, I have I to pee, I I have to pee be right downer. now. Pull over. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so you guys, this was a full crowd. There was no half-assing. Mm. This was like people on all sides of the ring, including every seat in the house. They went for it. It yep. was uh, so crazy. It changes so much. I and it looks so weird to me now. I'm so not used to that. It's it's but, it's really. Oh my god! It, it was really great. It's really weird to be like, oh, um, they cannot do the thing where an important like wrestler is uh, sitting in in the in the seats. Uh, surrounded by an ocean of empty seats and they're sort of watching yeah. and and thinking mm-hmm. and well, there you know, were like... no wrestler fill-ins <laughs> yeah, you know, no, like they didn't no, need any extras no fill-ins no darby allen up in the balcony no yeah no somebody like a spotlight shooting them somewhere in the rafters like i will there's... say that i'm okay with all of this except for the fact that i did not see a single mask in that crowd and like there had to have been at least one person that was like, you know what? This doesn't seem like the best idea. Like our vaccination rate's probably at like four percent in Florida or something. Uh just ugh, I don't I don't know. I, I just don't want people to die. Yeah. I don't I, either. I certainly don't want the wrong people to die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at you, Mr. Enemies List, Mr. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some some people gotta die. Well, that is sort of if you get a what is it? If you're gonna make an omelet, you gotta break a few eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a terrible analogy for what's happening right now. Anyways, <laughs> look, so... we're gonna get a great omelet here in the end. Uh, this show was great. It starts off with a bang. We've got Darby Allen versus Cesar Bononi. And he this was, uh, came out great. with the Hollywood hunk. Darby, of course, with came out with all of the wingmen. All of Come the wingmen, and, and and I don't know if we've discussed I them. I didn't really pay much attention to but, them. But <laughs> you know, so the the wingmen encompasses uh, Cesar Bononi, of course, uh, the Hollywood hunk uh, uh, Ryan Nemeth, 
also uh, now pretty Peter Avalon. And oh. um, who am I missing? Uh, the bushy-beard guy. guy. Uh, the bushy-haired guy? Oh, uh... <laughs> yes. Shoot, what's his name? Oh, oh, uh, uh, J.D. Drake. Ah, okay. And then there's uh, another guy who looks like a plumber. Oh, I, th- yeah, I think that's, that's J.D. Drake. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. the guy with the bushy hair? Um, That I uh, think looks like an old-school macho man. Uh, are you thinking of Peter Avalon? No. Are you thinking of Cesar Bononi? There's only no. four people. You, <laughs> There's a guy with bushy brown hair. Mm-hmm. There's another guy that looks like some old dude. Mm. Uh, are you? Were you watching Raw? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, that... Peter Avalon is a newbie. He wasn't part of the group before. He was right. He was. I believe. I mean, I I don't know how you. The newest guy is uh, J.D. Drake. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and at any rate. Then there was Ryan Nemeth, who's right. the next newest. Hollywood and then Hawk. the first two of them were Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. They were a tag oh, right. team. They were tag team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've got J.D. Drake. Okay. So the guy I'm thinking of, hold on, hold on. I apologize. And I'm sure there are people like screaming oh, into boy. the air I, because yeah, they're I'm, listening to me right now. No idea. But, um, I was thinking of the guy who's in um, – he comes out later. I think that's why I, he's in my mind right now because he comes out later. Right. But um, he's From Top in, Flight. No. He's no. in the group with QT Marshall. Uh, yeah, you're, t- you're talking about – Nick Camarado. Uh, Ca- that's Camarado. it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's uh, not okay. a wingman. Uh, right. <laughs> yet. Uh, but, but th- like, I, I really enjoy this, this group because it feels like such a fun, like, like low mid card group that can do some light stuff and, and, yes. and, 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 and some you funny know, stuff, have a good time. Uh, and, and they include people who can do more, I think. And, but what's, this is what just something that I love a lot about AEW is how, they find ways of trying to get people in front of people uh, so that they found a way of having JD Drake and all of these guys get a little, a little prominence. Yeah. Uh, so get it's visible it, yeah. and then sort of get familiar with people and yeah. who knows, maybe break out on their own. This match was great between Darby and Benoni. Uh, again, Caesar is like six six. He's Darby so big. He looks great. Tiny little thing. Um, tossing him around, doing all the stuff. It's just great, you know. Um, mm-hmm. All the things you love about a derby match set up against somebody who can like physically do things completely different than Darby. Um, but then again, making it look all the more fantastical when he wins. And I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I sure like getting to see Caesar Bononi, uh, Caesar Bononi do his uh, his thing. And I, I think I talked about this in the past that he is one of the burgeoning group of monster sized like yes. guys that they have. But he doesn't have a monster look or feel. He's something else. Yeah. Uh, so and it's I nice to have that. Don't even mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people are just so blah, and but I don't mind that he's doesn't really have much of a gimmick you know yeah i mean he's big he's that's all big. you need 
Yeah, right. He's just giant. He's big and Brazilian, you know, like mm-hmm. that's going to give us something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. That's your favorite persons. The Brazilians, Brazilian, uh, and and boy, if uh, like I I I, I never want to miss a chance to talk about Ty Conti. So yeah. I know. <laughs> Let's not forget. She uh, is joy on two legs. Like you can't right. not love that. Uh, uh, I, I okay. am very happy that Tony Schiavone also accidentally sometimes calls it the TV title. Uh, <laughs> he, he did that during this match, and I'm like, oh. All right, so it's uh, the two of us at least uh, <laughs> calling that TNT title what uh, it actually is. But that wasn't this match. No, he did. He he. It was a flub he made in the middle of it, and I just I picked oh. it up because uh, I'm a weirdo. Um, no, I heard that as well. Oh, I didn't hear it. So okay, then Darby did you wins. Hear, did you hear waxed, vaxed, and ready for hot boy summer? Of course, I, I heard that. Yeah. Of course, I heard that. Yeah. I, I because love that Ryan because said it, and I was what... like, um, "Can you hear me?" Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, just making sure. I don't know why for a split second I thought my mic went out. Uh, anyways, uh, who cares, right? If my mic goes out, I'm saying absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. You are the heart and soul of this podcast. How <laughs> and, dare you? And, and, and notice that he does so not say Darby you're the mouth. So you know, and basically immediately starts getting on the mic to challenge Scorpio um, and Cage, and then Benoni Page. Page Ethan Page. Yeah. Ethan Page. Oh. See, this is where that rhyming business this is what gets happens. us. Start mixing Cage and Page. God damn it! It makes me so mad. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, God. Two pages, okay. two pages. Just my hands are writing all the wrong things. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah. So then Benoni and the other guys come in to <laughs> jump Darby and Sting. Um, I don't know. Paige and Scorpio get in there also, but then the Dark Order runs out and chases everybody away. And then the Dark Order and... and Darby and Sting, they like shake hands and fist bump, like good game, good game, good game. Yeah, yeah, like a like a little league. Yeah, it was kind of cute. And then they both um, got or- uh, orange wedges. This whole thing was just like mm-hmm. good energy, great way to start. It was fantastic in front of a crowd. Um, oh boy, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved. Uh, I think it was Scorpio saying. Uh, we're not going to come down there in our fancies. Yeah. And for some reason, <laughs> just that turn of phrase made me smile. In my fancies. Uh, and they were wearing like nothing fancy. Okay. Yeah, I, hold I, on now. Hold on now. Because yeah. uh, the other note that I had was that I was very appreciative that they unbuttoned their uh, nice Hawaiian shirts instead of ripping them open like they could have. Because <laughs> I was looking at both of those shirts and going, I would wear those. I would very mm, much wear those. Right. If they were at shop at right now, I would buy those shirts. <laughs> That's all I, you know. We, why don't they have stuff like that? <laughs> they question. should have some Hawaiian shirts. I know there's not a single wrestler right now on their roster Pineapple where that's Pete. a gimmick. Well, yeah, he's he's elsewhere now. I don't think he's I don't think he's oh, with no. them anymore. Then we have no more BS. Paul White coming out for the weigh in between Cody Rhodes and Anthony Agogo. Um. Um, I hate to okay, say it, but so we... there were some funny moments. Like a Gogo was giving Paul shit, and Paul was like, 
basically like, oh, you better calm down or I'm going to do something about it. And then I was like, oh, is this going to be the storyline? But nope, it was just a weigh-in. But Paul is having trouble with the scale, apparently. And Cody was obviously like kind of holding back a smirk. And Paul said, I didn't have time to invest in a digital scale. And I could hear someone on the comment desk like choke back a huge like snortle kind of laugh <laughs> and i was like that's fucking funny it was pretty, it was pretty good I, I like i i guess i like it didn't occur to me that the process would actually involve like looking at the scale and and reading the number that was on it because i was like that's not yeah. that's not how this works is it uh i i feel like what i saw was uh Paul kind of figuring out that the thing was fucked up, uh, getting in between him, uh, in between the scale and the camera, and then just going like, uh, 218. Um, because, (laughs) yeah, I was like, this is taking way too long. Um, you got it. Like, nobody cares and nobody will know, even if they did have the thing right up there, they're not going to be able to tell, you know, like how many pounds difference. So just give a numbers. What's hilarious though, is that Cody came in at 218 and then a go-go comes in at 219. (laughs) And there is a difference between the two. And I was like, well, I guess Cody's been just all muscle. If this other guy is like much taller (laughs) Yeah, and he's only yeah. one pound heavier. <laughs> well, so, like, he is uh, thinner. The like that whole thing made me think. Like, okay, the whole point was to have an absurdly small difference that QT Marshall could play up. Like, right. so, like you, so you didn't have in mind you were going to say two eighteen then two nineteen. Like that just seems like you just know the number <laughs> before you start. Yeah, well, and th- what might have happened was. Uh, uh, Paul may have forgotten like what weight he was supposed to give, and so you know, just kind of like, hey, what, what am I supposed to? And then Cody probably, you know, two eighteen man, just oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe uh, something. Yeah, it was, like that. It, it, was yeah, it was a weird. It, it sure was a weird thing, and it contributed towards what was, I guess, my problem with this segment that did have a lot of fun to it was that it was so slack and 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 so long. Like it was the actual like time and pace of a real world way in that didn't have anything planned. Uh, and that was, I guess not what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. My main problem with this was that it was a uh, terrible. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, all right. So yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a fan of it, but like what I liked about it was, I mean, here's probably the worst segment of the night and i'm saying that forgetting what the rest of the segments were (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just looking at my notes and i'm like eh, this probably was the worst anyways this is probably the worst segment of the night and yet the energy of that place was so amped Mm. that it didn't drop the energy you know like this like not great segment still played pretty pretty well you know and um yeah, I mean, it was kind of interesting how – remember when Big Show first arrived, imagine that place had been packed, right? And I think about that with Brody Lee too. Can you imagine oh, yeah. that reveal in front of a full stadium? Fuck. Um, that's kind of a bummer. 
But, you know, so I'm almost wondering if they're doing stuff like this just because they're like, hey, we have a crowd again. So like, let's pull out Paul Way and let's like, you know, do this type of a thing so that everyone gets a little moment. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody gets a little moment. Is that John Denver? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I mean, like the whole point of, um, you know, the show is to sell the pay-per-view. And so we're going to have like segments for like all of the main matches. And so all of this is expected and you, and you want to mix it up. You can't have, you know, all of, you know, all just promos. Like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And you can't just have like, you know, run-ins or whatever. Mix yeah. it up. Great. When that's, that is a tool in the wrestler, uh, professional toolbox. wrestling toolbox. And the, f- and I just personally don't like it because there's, there's just like nothing, t- nothing to it for me. Like I, I, I get it's, you know, a thing that happens in real, uh, fighting. Um, but like when I was watching MMA, I never watched the Wayans cause they're mm. freaking boring. And this is yeah. also freaking boring. And the, um, Cody as a face in this doesn't really spark any interest in me and uh, a go-go like I, I mean, he would be fine, but right now he's still pretty green and I, he's not getting, not getting me invested in this thing. So all yeah. of like the, the match and this segment all just like, poof, just poop. poop yeah. Poop, poop. It wasn't, so are you guys it was not great. down? That's a down I'm for down. me. Yeah. Cause I like wasn't sure if I was a down or a middle because like don't listen to what we said yeah don't I'm you not dare. okay so but I also am like am I such a Pollyanna that I can't oh, down boy you know what you but I might be because it was just nice with the crowd and stuff so I middled it okay all right okay just just a uh, half a thumb for the crowd yeah sure, basically sure. for the for for it's you like, the fans. I went to this um, Lutheran high school my freshman year. Terrible idea. Oh, no. But um, <laughs> It was your idea, though. No, not mine. But oh. whatever. Uh, but that was – I only had to be there that year, so that's fine. Anyways, it is true, though, that at that school in my science class, if I answered because God made it that way, I would get a point. Mm. Now – the question itself might be worth like five points or who knows, 10 points, but you still get a point. Nice. So that's always a nice little backup. Sure. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just good games. It's like this on earth. Smart. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. So then we have a promo for the stadium stampede. Um, and, God, it's really selling. Uh, it's showing you just how fucked up it could be, how fucked up it was last year. There's lots of replay from last year, which is, you know, that was insane. So this is great footage to go back to and be reminded, you know, that also that if the inner circle loses, they have to break up. It was a great promo. Yeah, it really was. Did you Uh-oh. not like it? Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was like it was another one of those things where like, yes, this is what you're supposed to do. This is, you know, you're doing all of the things correctly and 
Mm. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I middled it just because, like, yeah, it's there. I mm. I remember those things that happened. Yeah. I upped it. I enjoy whenever they get a collection of talking heads from like around the promotion to talk about the thing that they are doing, uh, whether it's like ex- helping to explain what kind of a match this is when it was uh, like uh, the the uh, the ch- the chain match or or the barbar death match or if it's something like this where it's just like like yeah like like get everyone in there to provide gravitas for the moment uh, like I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thumbsed it up. Mm. We've got then backstage shenanigans. We don't know why, we don't know what, but the camera suddenly is on Hobbs, absolutely fucking up Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, Christian Cage starts beating up Hobbs. They were in an area where, like, you could see this is where they they store all the band equipment. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cool. Um, I my feelings about this segment really are only because <laughs> I get to see Hobbs um, because I don't see Hobbs on dynamite often, or I don't see him um, wrestle and do stuff. So I thumbs it up because of that. But other, if it was anyone else, <laughs> it would not have gotten an up. Uh, I did middle it because um, I do like them, but also like, eh, this doesn't, it, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't advance yeah. any story for me that makes me happy. So, yeah, I liked it. I upped it. Well, there we yeah. go. So we've got Hangman Out of Page versus Joey Janela, and he came out with Sunny Kiss, and I love Sunny Kiss. Um, this was a oh, good like this. match. They're an interesting pair together. Uh, Joey really got to play up around the crowd. Which is so fun to see because it's just seeing. Yeah, it makes such a it's difference. It's like you get to see these wrestlers in a different light. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was doing some hot dogging. Uh, um, yeah, this and- is a rematch from like 2018. And if memory serves, I did see that match. And uh, it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is not that interesting. I don't really much care for either of these people. Mm. Uh, wow. And I still wow. feel that way a little bit. Really? Yeah. You don't even care about Paige? I mean, uh, my my uh, uh, thing with Paige is, is long-standing and, and well-documented. <laughs> um, it, okay. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hate any of this again, uh, mm. uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it didn't uh, really click with me either. I thought it was a great match. It's an interesting pair. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also just cool to see the audience reaction. Again, a thing I've totally forgotten over this past year <laughs> is how much the audience plays a part in your enjoyment of the show. Yeah. Like that's some of my favorite shit is like the signs and the shenanigans. I love that stuff. So, um, you know, this was just kind of a cool match for the crowd as well, which kind of was having a good time. And then Hangman got super bloody. And I mean, his head was pouring blood. Yeah. Like his teeth got bloody. It yeah. was gross. 
Yeah, I was trying to <laughs> trying to work out where the blood was coming from. It looked like he had some kind of a wound in his hair area. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere in from the top of the head area. And my God, it was pouring, just streaming down his face. Because <laughs> then, okay, so he wins this match. And then Taz, who had been on the mic, by the way, on commentary, yeah. he then starts to talk. Um. And he's like, I want to introduce you to Brian Cage. You're going to match on Sunday. Um, and then, so Hangman gets the mic and he's, by the way, this is the first of a, a few times tonight where someone immediately grabs the mic after a match and is out of breath like nobody's business, <laughs> which I would expect. Are, are you kidding me? I wouldn't no. be able to do anything. So, yeah, he's totally out of breath, but um, he's like, I expected more from you, Brian. You... You need these other guys because he was expecting, and he was right, that, you know, Hook and Starks or whoever, although I didn't see Starks, um, no. he must have been somewhere, but um, that they were going to jump him from behind. Um, and he's like, you don't need him. You know, you don't need these guys. And he then said something about his ball stringing. He's like, they must have shrunk all the way up. And I was like, is that a Royds reference? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, but also just, yeah, you know, like balls is courage. So, you know, yeah, you're, you got small balls because you're not a courageous person. So, like, I don't know. Hard to say. Hard Anyways, to say. you know, people need to put courage in a different place. That's not a good place for it. I mean, I suppose if you like uh, were waggling your balls. Like, like in a wrestling ring, if if someone pulled down their pants and just <laughs> yeah. sort of like stood stu- stood spread spread eagle mm-hmm. and, and sort of like waggled, that would be courage. That would be a form of courage. You'd be putting that, yourself out there. That would be courageous. This is a a fascinating hypothetical that I want to go into at yeah, length, especially because he's saying standing spread eagle. And I'm like, yeah. damn, no, you've got like- some flexibility. Whoever I mean, that is. Look, uh, I think we all know that Rob Van Dam has got some. Uh, <laughs> great legs there i gave this whole thing a thumbs up yeah i middled it wow <gasps> wow it's a shame yeah i know you know what i don't i don't know it's uh I, i'm looking at it now i'm looking at the raw numbers as that i'm putting mm-hmm. them down i'm like wow i'm being a real dick tonight yeah, it seems like because like i don't Hank feel that way bled through the whole second segment yeah and that was real weird because like Normally, if you see that much blood, you, the person is like, oh, I'm about to die. <laughs> and in this yeah. case, like, it wasn't supposed to happen. So they're like, nothing wrong here. <laughs> Just yeah. uh, bleeding around my face and, uh, <laughs> you know, losing a pint of blood. No, well, it's, yeah, it's well, fine. Maybe he'll it's get fine. a T-shirt out of this. That seems to be the AEW thing. It's like everybody really... who has a bloody face gets to have their bloody face on a T-shirt. <laughs> I think they're they're going to keep going until they have enough for uh, for a calendar. <laughs> I would probably buy it. Hell yeah. yeah, it would be delightful. Uh, I, I want to like before we uh, finish with this segment. I want to observe what w- an especially good Hangman uh, like entrance card uh, like thing. Uh, <laughs> this time it was Hangman Adam Page quote couldn't find the tunnel. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> I thought that myself as I was looking. I was like. Oh, yeah, they had to move stuff around because now they have an audience there. Yeah, and, right. And uh, one of the tunnels is gone, and they moved the hard camera, so now hopefully nobody like, uh, and they have two goes talking towards the wrong side. And they have two little walkways now instead of the back 
Mm-hmm. The, it, there used to be that backstage. Now there's just two little walkways. I'm sure they all yeah. got used to like, oh, yeah, I just cut through the seats all the time. <laughs> yeah, that too, right? Max is going to have to come in in a different way. Oh, man. It's rough for him. I mean, maybe he won't. We will find we out. We don't know what he's going to do. We know what he did where he was tonight, uh, which we'll get to. Yeah. The very next segment is so awesome. Oh, boy. And this was – we got a scare here, <laughs> incidentally. Yeah, because yeah. like, they showed a minute of it too early, and then they cut to commercial, and I thought – that they screwed us. Yeah, yeah. No, we were all, all very worried. All three of us lost our minds. Like, don't you dare cut off. Oh, he he just said something about Rod and Todd Flanders, you bastards. <laughs> uh, so then, thank God, come back from commercial and they run the segment. Okay, great. So it's a Max and Eddie promo. And basically, they are burying the Bucks' shoes. So their shoes are in this mm-hmm. mud hole. And Mox is like they've been dealing with Rod and Todd Flanders. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which you know, I love that on a million oh, levels because um, that joke has more than two levels. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, Simpsons runs so deep in pro wrestling. <laughs> I just love that it's our collective language. Like, honestly, do you know anyone that doesn't like The Simpsons? Uh, uh, George George Bush Senior probably uh stayed uh sure, yeah. but you don't know him. <laughs> no, personally, there we go. No, yeah, personally, I'm talking personally. <laughs> God, <laughs> like I know the Queen knows nothing about Barsons. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, uh, it's just a collective language and all the jokes therein. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It was meme culture before it was a thing. Mm. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so they talk about their past, which is cute. And Moxley's like, I want those belts, Eddie. I want those belts. And they're like, you know what's better than one belt? Two belts. <laughs> and Eddie's just back there. Good belt. All right. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then Eddie gets his turn and basically kills it. And he's like, we're speaking for the underdogs. <laughs> and it's like, I love how they're calling themselves the underdogs because like Moxley <laughs> is not an underdog. No, you know what I mean? Like he's bit. a champ on like many levels. <laughs> no. Um, but also Eddie can say almost anything. And I'll be like, yes, you are correct. Yeah. I like, I, I know factually that the sky is not orange and yet uh, you say it with such conviction that I have no choice but to well, agree. Well, I, yeah. I think we have seen the sky be actually orange in California a number of That's times. True. That's very He's true. from New York, <laughs> all right. Well, and when the sky is orange in California, the sun is bright red. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, we're all dying. Yeah, you kind of think that for a second uh like (laughs) like this is it this is the apocalypse (laughs) but but when 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 eddie was talking about like them becoming uh like evps uh, and it was it was it was the most like and i love it because it was like it was funny on its own but it was also funny because it's not that they back each other up all the time exactly it's like often like one will not like go along with the other but then the other will back up that uh so so i was like oh no you don't want that you sure uh i mentioned this in uh uh our chat uh during the show uh that this is what i wanted 
uh, to see with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn back in WWE because they also have that long history where they were a tag team and then they broke up and feuded for so long and then they got back together and like whenever they're in the ring together either way as a, a team or against each other there's such chemistry and i just wanted to see them like cutting promos on each other and then with each other like this and it was it was one of the greatest disappointments probably second only to uh nakamura um yes uh in in wwe so like I don't know. Maybe someday we'll get to see him out. In the, in I I really that makes me so sad. It, it's a, it makes me it's so sad. Uh, but because Nakamura is fantastic. AEW like yeah. does you know not not to make it one of those things again. Uh, but they they for sure like they like everybody they will try to make something new like a new tag team or find a new thing for someone. But when there is a thing that works. <laughs> They, they, a relationship, a character, a team, they, they use it, they ride it. Like, yeah. like it, it would be criminal to never have given us what there is between Mox and Eddie. Yeah. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. it would, it would have been just stupid. It's like leave. Well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was great. Thumbs yeah. up. Thumbs yeah. up. Yes. Thumbs whatever up. that was. Uh, also, at this point in my notes, I had I, I put in I really, really, really don't like this uh, old dirty bastard laundry commercial. So take that for what okay. it's worth. We were watching live, uh, couldn't skip the commercials, and so I had to watch all of them. And uh, um, yeah, man, baby, I got your money. Do not want to see that in an ad for a fucking washing machine. Yeah, and, and uh, I, you know, I yeah. brought up a commercial that I thought was crazy, and I was made to think I I was the crazy one. And that it had I never didn't happened. See it. I what? don't know. Are you talking about? The uh, uh, if you're if you're out there listening and you've seen the <laughs> Chaz Dean hairdresser commercials that they have been running, uh, like in some transmissions of of Dynamite, uh, you know what I'm talking about. There's an insane man that that is apparently a hairdresser who advertises on television, uh, and his name is Chaz Dean. So this is a guy who got famous on QVC for his products called When Hair Products. There was a scandal because some at some point, like they switched manufacturers and women's hair started falling out. Not because of the product itself, because of contamination during the manufacturing process, which Mm. interestingly enough is currently happening with some, some sunblocks. So it's not a hair issue. It's just like a toxic chemical issue. Your skin well, is falling off, so it's different. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he also has a salon in Los Angeles. So mm. yeah, I did know. not care. It might not be a wide audience for those commercials. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's only us where where we are, and uh, the people that are elsewhere are getting their own uh, absurd QVC person. <laughs> All I know is watching this many commercials again um, reminds me of how hungry commercials make me like constantly. (laughs) Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I want to eat everything. I want that Detroit style Uh, pizza so bad. (laughs) Uh, The uh, Carl's Jr.'s commercials uh, do not make me hungry because I just found out today that uh, they now have an OnlyFans Mm -hmm. page. 
they created it for you know just for marketing purposes but just the like the aesthetic that like oh yeah oh my god you want to fuck this burger oh it just is so look we we've all had a lot of orgasms to the various carl's jr commercials where they were washing a car and eating a burger yeah, I mean, way to legitimize OnlyFans, though. Sure, <laughs> this you is huge I mean? for them. Like now it's gone full corporate. It's like no longer a side gig. This is a real career, guys. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a college major very it. soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just put on some luchador masks and get <laughs> an OnlyFans page. Kidding. Okay, I'm moving on. We have to move on. You would never cover your face with a mask. So we've got Orange Cassidy, right? He's supposed to come out. Uh, we're expecting him to come out. Shivani's uh, announcing him. But Pac comes out instead. And he grabs the mic and makes Shivani leave. So Pac is great on the mic, by the way, and especially in front of the crowd. But what was really bothering me, uh, like, it made me so sad was that the crowd wasn't cheering him. They were just booing him. And if they weren't booing him, they weren't doing anything. Mm -hmm. And that made me so upset. He has, yeah, he's got a real different vibe to him. He's really intense. um, And I I mean. mean, Wouldn't somebody cheer for him, though? uh, I, I had a problem. I don't remember. I don't remember which match it was, but we'll run into it, and I'll, I'll remember this. Uh, where I, I had that feeling that uh, uh, the crowd was reacting differently than they should, <clears throat> and uh, it's just one of those things that uh, uh, I don't. I don't know if they didn't expect it, or you know, like they knew it was going to happen, just because, like, you know, that's how that's how audiences are. But like, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Uh, Anyways, it made me sad. And then Don Callis gets on a screen um, and Kenny tried to sneak up behind Pac, but he was like ready for it. So then he starts beating up Kenny and then the Good Brothers come out to attack Pac and then the Lucha Brothers come out and chase those guys away. My favorite part of this entire segment was that the Lucha Brothers come out and chase away the Good Brothers. Then they disappear and I assume they went to another show (laughs) because they were like, I'm not only going to work one show. I don't care if it's national television. I got three shows booked and we're going to go to all of them. Cause that's what they do. Cause guess what they do on Friday nights? They do Lucha, the Luchador movies at Republic of Lucha. I'm pretty sure they're not going to fly from Florida. But they, they do like, um, I mean, maybe they pre tape it, but they do these like intros and, um, like I thought it was on zoom. That was projected onto the screen prior oh. to the movie. God, I hope that was it. That would be so amazing. Fucking cool. I mean, because you know these motherfuckers like are they work their asses They're off. They're insane. I love it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but uh, so the Lucha Brothers they chase them away, and then you hear the Pixies, which is the greatest ever, ever, mm. ever. Orange comes out and stares at Omega. And it gives him this envelope that just says for Kenny on it. So you think it's going to be the contract, and It's great because right? it, it doesn't just say for Kenny. It, it like it says like it, like I couldn't tell what it what it originally said, but like he wrote something it, like he tried to write Kenny's name. He messed it up and then he crossed it out and wrote it again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder that what was that was. Bit. I think I think it was in a, you know like oh I misspelled it because I don't care that much. Uh, it almost looked like Kenta, and I was like, is this some sort of NJPW thing or? Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it was just it was a fun fun bit. But it was the contract, but it was shredded. Oh, so Omega dun, dun, dun. pulls out these shredded papers. Um, and then Orange attacks Omega. Um, Orange goes to pick up the belts, but then Pac starts to attack him. I mean, it was a fun, lots of back and forth. Eventually, Orange does hold up the belt and then sort of does a thumbs up. Which mm. is, This whole segment really pumps up your curiosity for Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah. The crowd fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not? And yeah, whole thing got a thumbs up for me. Yeah. This segment is, yeah, it's one of those, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. And it's working on me. Like I am, I was already excited about this match. I am more invested in this match now, even though it's, you know, real basic. It's just, you know, like, uh, uh, heel says like, fuck off. And the face says no and punches him in the face. <laughs> and then he stands proudly as, you know, like the, uh, Matt is littered with bodies of bad guys. And, um, uh, you know, it's just all real basic primal visceral stuff. And it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, very enjoyable, very satisfying. Uh, like they've done uh, like a great job with this particular build. Uh, so we have a match after this, but just before it is a short little interview. And it's Jade Hello. Um, that Matt Hardy interrupts. And he again wants to be the manager. But Mark Sterling comes in and apparently she's signed with Mark Sterling. So Matt's all upset. And that was pretty funny. Um. But this match is between Jade and Killian King, and she looks pretty cool. And apparently she's been doing a lot on Dark. Um, and this is a great physical matchup. Like, they, it looks pretty even, which I like. You know, if it's not going to be a little guy, big guy kind of a thing, I really like it when they look almost exactly the same in height and weight and muscles, whatever, because otherwise sometimes it's really hard to suspend disbelief. Like this little twig took down that, you know, giant behemoth of our human. No, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, anyways, it was a decent match. I, it was neat to see Killian, uh, the manager was handing everybody his car, <laughs> which that's a fun bit. Yeah. He yeah. was giving it to the refs. He was giving it to the, the other wrestler. Well, he, it, it, it's great. It's, it's like the thing that the Dark Order used to do almost, except it's, you know, it's, it's more comedic. And at the time, the Dark Order was was playing pretty serious of like, you know, you whip somebody's ass and then you dump a mask on them. Uh, it, it, but you know, this was like the the light version of that, and I just love Mark Sterling. He is he's very funny, and I'm always glad to see him show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. I was disappointed in this because um, Jade Cargill should be getting squash matches. She should be going up against uh women who are small in her and just destroying them and then building to like a like a serious contender and then having a real long you know good match uh the fact that kylan is as big as uh jade um disappointed me that she also got squashed 
I wanted to see like well, them really going at it and going back and forth. And JR called it a competitive match, but I can't remember like a single offensive move that Kylan got in. Yeah, that's a point. Like Jade was doing arm curls with her, yeah, you know, just like Brian Cage, Cage does. Oh. He, she got choked and tossed. Yeah, like, which again, that's exactly what she should be doing. Um, yeah. But like, I yeah, I wish they had uh, given us the visual of the smaller uh, uh, wrestlers first and save Kylan for a little later down the line and then have him really go at it toe-to-toe. Yeah, it didn't feel like a squash, but it actually probably in in actuality it was. Yeah, I think cause I, it went a pretty long time. I think so they like, they yeah. they said like Jade Cargill in action, so like that clearly was was the intent. Yeah. Anyway, I still gave it a thumbs up. Uh, I middled it. Hmm. Yeah, I up it because there was there was still some good in in ring stuff and and Mark Sterling was good. Yeah. Uh, we then have a promo with Jake the Snake and Murderhawk Lance Archer. Um, where Jake was talking, but then Lance took over, and it was a much better promo. This is the best promo I think he's ever done. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. It's really good though. I thought it was it was a lot better. Which makes me happy because I now feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> and until he gets his shot or something like it, I'm gonna have those feelings. So I found <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. The the murder hawk uh, <laughs> monster Lance. He evokes so much sympathy out of me. But Teresa has found pity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I middled it just because, like, yeah. uh, it, it was better, but still, it wasn't quite hitting for me. It was enough for me. I liked it. Yeah. All right. So now we've got the match for the TNT belt. Now, this is fucking huge. We've got Dante Martin, which remember, he just started this year and he's <laughs> getting a shot at the belt. And it's not just against anybody, it's against Miro because he won that fucking belt. Moreau's entrance was the biggest fuck yes moment for me of the night. <laughs> um, also with this crowd, God damn it. It was unfucking real. It was so good. The crowd was chanting, Moreau's going to kill you. I thought it was get you. <laughs> yeah. But of course, that's a Friday the 13th thing. Um, Dante is really fast and he is incredibly impressive. My mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And it was so cool how he was selling so much of this. He looked like he was thinking fast like tr- like oh uh, what do i do next uh, i can do this let me try this which was such a fantastic fucking sell because every time Moreau was down it was like he was scrambling to think of something else he could do while like the giant is stunned right mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. yes this whole <laughs> oh, thing yeah. top to bottom was amazing right. and, and let's not forget Dante ended up tapping sorry what? Well, let's not forget dante martin is 12 years old uh dante ended up tapping but like the guy is so flexible i doubt it hurt but boy he sold the (laughs) shit out of it i loved Uh, it 
I, in all caps, in my notes, I have like maybe the best squash I've seen in a year uh, because like, uh, yeah, Miro was so impressive and he looks so much bigger and stronger and flinging Dante around. But Dante did have like legitimate offense yes. and he was, and as you're saying, like that sort of energy as he's you know, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out and just like mm-hmm. bang, 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 bang. And you're like, oh my goodness, he's, he's doing it uh, even though you know that he's not but like he's doing it and it, it looked re uh, you know like uh um, god it was good uh the sort of feeling i often get watching uh jungle boy like jungle boy knows how to be like a uh, um a heel in distress i'm sorry a face in distress right uh, and and to be the underdog and you know to make it look like he might win this thing against a monster that he clearly won't like yeah. he he gets you to buy in that he might win this. And there were, uh, uh, this was a short match, but for a lot of it, I was like, Dante could do this. And not everybody can do that. Uh, so, you know, like, like he's got, he's got this, he's got the, uh, um, he's got (laughs) teach classes on how to sell something like this. He's that fucking good. I mean, you would never know this was his first year. In professional wrestling, <laughs> yeah, he, he could potentially teach classes on other subjects as well. It's it's hard to know. The sky's the limit. Sure, but uh, biology one hundred and one, yeah, maybe Why not? Co- cooking classes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah at the uh, JC. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. It was a big thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, huge. Uh, huge. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a delight. Yeah. Um, Jake and Lance Archer have a a moment. <laughs> Uh, they come out at the end of this match and um, Jake is on the mic and Lance Archer is pacing back and forth and then Maru gets on the mic and again, completely out of breath, of course. <laughs> um, but basically they just have words and then Lance runs out and just chokes Moreau, but Moreau sold the fuck out of that choke which mm-hmm. yeah i mean the size difference between them like miro's like almost 300 pounds and just like this i don't know he looks like he's three dudes stapled together <laughs> <laughs> and, you know and like i want that t-shirt yeah. <laughs> miro three dudes stapled together not not even like stacked on top of each other or something like that but stapled no. together <laughs> And like, uh, so like, you know, intellectually, you're like, that's not really happening. But the way Moreau sells it, you're like, well, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) And uh, it definitely makes Lance come out great here. Um, There was a million refs breaking this up. So I guess I guess we should probably put these two things together. But they both got a thumbs up from me. Yeah, either way. same i thought it was uh that there was an another instance of where like i want to see this matchup more yes um and i really really liked it uh then we have a really cute thing where aew is honoring sheeta because she has been the women's champ for over a year so she meets Shivani in the ring and she's in this very pretty formal dress, which is cool. Cause like, you know, we never see her on TV in like clothes, regular clothes, you know? So <laughs> she's, 
She's always in ring gear or something. Um, well, she she wears a suit sometimes. Right. Yeah. Well, they got her a gold diamond belt, and I was like, "That's not real, is it?" I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I can't imagine that it would be. I don't but, know why. Uh, it's not the. It's like a belt for her to just have at home because she still has her other belt as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure this they're giving her the new belt, and it's the reason why. Uh, the, it's the part of the segment that I like because I've always hated the uh, women's division belt in AEW because it's so teeny tiny. It looks like a toy when they put it on, but it looks and so exactly this one, the same. It's larger. It's, the, it's uh, uh, the plate is it? on yeah. it is larger. Okay. It looks more in proportion, especially with other championship belts. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, okay. So Sheeta said something really sweet. She's like, when I won, there were no fans, but tonight you're all here. And the crowd goes nuts. Then Britt interrupts. <laughs> I was pissed <laughs> right there. <laughs> and then she said, um, I'll be the face of a whole new era. And I was like, no, no, you won't. No, <laughs> not if I have anything to say about this. Absolutely not. Don't go away. Don't go away. Don't go no, away. Don't, right. don't comma go away. <laughs> exclamation point. Another Simpsons yeah, reference. Yeah. <laughs> no comma money down. Money down. <laughs> Uh, it it was uh, it was great heel work from from Brit. I thought it was you know what has to happen. It was great. Uh, yeah. Um, normally I'm always very pro uh, Brit, but this did feel, like it did not make me want to watch the match anymore. Um, like she did what she was supposed to do. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you on Sunday, and then all right, great. Um, yeah, it was just like the same shit, yeah, the same stuff. She gets so much fucking airtime. <laughs> Here was Sheeta's moment. I mean, we could have heard from anybody, right? Anybody else could have interrupted. Obviously, that's not I mean, who the match is going to be against yeah, on Sunday, kinda, but that's a thing. Still, that's... it's still, I was like, ugh, no, I'm it's no, anyways. I was really happy for Sheeta, so it's like I wanted to up it, but I was really upset about Brit, and I wanted to middle it. So, what does your heart tell you? Yeah, listen to your heart. Well, where are you? Uh, I'm middling it because, yeah, I I did think that the uh, uh, Brit entrance was underwhelming. Also, I don't like segments that are just like here's a thing or sign a thing or let's talk about let's let's see how chunky you are uh, american dream uh so i don't know if that's how i yeah. would characterize it <laughs> i do like the new belt so i'm giving it uh, a middle for that i liked it i i upped it i i it it, it made me want to watch the match like i i was uh, feeling pretty excited for it well I think I'm middling it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm middling it. Very well. Uh, we're not going to uh, uh, rate this because it was in between, but uh, Sammy did his card thing again. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I didn't even watch. The two things I noticed, one, 
they're printing them instead of uh, somebody writing them by hand now. Because hmm. uh, I could tell that the uh, that that was a font where like all of the right. T's looked exactly the same, all the A's yeah. exactly. It was um, very clean. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to what it used to be. <laughs> and also, I hate Sammy as a face. Uh, he like the swagger that is supposed to be irritating is now irritating because he's just like, oh, I'm cool and people like me um, in a way that just rubs me the wrong way. So like, yeah. Yeah. I don't even watch those bits because I know that they're supposed to be like not paid attention to. I mean, they used to be funny. Which, you know, I appreciate because if you're going to do picture in picture, I'm going to miss stuff. I always do. I cannot, my eyes will not stay on what I'm supposed no, to be when, looking when at. When there's some kind of a pizza burger or a burger pizza to look at. You know at. what I mean? You know? So, whatever. I So, when they finally give me, throw me a bone, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to do this cue card thing. I'm like, oh, thank you. Let me go do something else for like... A couple minutes, <laughs> and I do. Yeah, I mean, like I was preparing right. my dinner during during Sammy's uh, moment, so you know that was helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have a match: Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Oh boy, what a matchup! Yeah, yeah, yeah this is I'm interesting. Fan of this. It's a decent match. Um, How did you feel? Oh, I, I I loved it. I I love both of these teams, like all four of the wrestlers. I really enjoy watching in the ring. Um, Stu got to bust out some of the stuff that you know he can do in the ring, and uh, we don't get to see very often on Dynamite anymore. Uh, right. he, he did a, a friggin' Mortal Kombat bit and yelled, like, "Get over here!" to him. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, um, the match itself. I was 100% for, oh, yeah. and uh, I'd love to see more of these It was guys really good. And I miss seeing Evil yeah. Uno. Well, like, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was thinking about how, 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 how deep we're reminded the Dark Order goes because they have, at, at minimum, like three different extremely viable, like strong like teams. Like, but, yeah. you know, like we, we were getting a lot of uh, Silver and Reynolds, and with Silver Hurt. Like we can remember, oh yeah, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are also very good. And yeah. you know, like as if that wasn't enough, like there's there's still you know, like there there are at least like a couple more beyond that. Like out like five at, and ten, yeah, Alan Al Angels mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and and Preston Vance and and, and ten and and there and you can still Colt throw Cabana. you know like yeah. uh, Colt Cabana and and whoever he's you know like my God. Yeah, it's a huge factor. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's huge, and and they're and they're all just really really good. And and like this this particular matchup, like like I'm becoming a very big uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page fan, and and it feels like they're great foils yeah. for Uno and Stu. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I would be happy to watch this feud continue on, although I don't think that it will. Yeah, I mean, like um, it's something that they but, could come around to, like to to do it right if they wanted to. I'm sure they would see the potential in it. So, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page win, and then 
Darby emerges with a bunch of people in sting masks. And as they enter the ring, Scorpio Sky is like beating him up and throwing him out like real quick. And then this one person isn't, he, he's not able to get out of the ring. And then he takes his mask off and it's the real sting. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, the whole like I said, I I, I love the match. That way, but the aftermath was meh. I was basically I was like, oh, there's a bunch of uh, fake stings. One is probably the real sting. Let's look for the hairline. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, I looked for the pants. I, I, I think uh, it would have been yeah. fun if it had been extremely drawn out. You like you are you have to you have to play that out for several yeah, minutes. Yeah, like a really long. Uh, it has to be like fake sting after fake sting after fake sting. Uh, it's you, you yeah, know you then put them in a lineup. What, what, and... You know what what this could have been that would have been really fun, and this would have been like in a cinematic match or something like that. Which unfortunately, the next like sting is going to be in live in the ring so you can't do this but like if you did the if you did these like the 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 room full of mirrors thing uh but with sting masks where you're you're Uh. like wandering among these guys trying to id the real one uh (laughs) like that like that could be could have been fun but uh not what they did uh Mm -hmm. like suspense would have been the really fun thing they just didn't really play that yeah uh this whole thing i gave a thumbs up same yeah yeah still a thumbs up then we have eric bischoff now i don't know who this is but the sound of his voice sounds like he is a former wrestler (laughs) his voice sounds damaged to you (laughs) it it sounds like uh it sounds like a great promo cutter but also like this gravelly i don't know Whatever. He sounds like he probably he a dropped who... a, uh, like a, the weights on his throat at some point, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, he he was in WCW, kind of worked his way up, uh, worked his way up to the point of basically uh, being the booker for WCW. He oh, ran wow. WCW, um, pinched some uh, 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 creative stuff from NJPW and created uh, the uh, um, New World Order, NWO, which was arguably one of the biggest factions of all time mm-hmm. uh wcw got huge and then uh collapsed and mm-hmm. um bischoff just sort of like floated around and would like pop up every once in a while and uh um people still remember him from the good old days when uh wrestling was huge and now he just he has a podcast where he talks about the good old days and he oh. shows up at this sort of thing and people go like, Oh yes, I remember you. You're a nostalgic well, guy. Was- and honestly, I'm just, I'm so over. Yeah. Him. I, yeah. I, I, I like, I like him because he's one of the people that they have that carries uh, like a, a, a certain kind of gravitas where it's like, you know, to the extent that wrestling has its statesman, like he feels like he fits that bill. So it's kind of cool to me. Yeah, like I, I appreciate that he's like like er, like virtually everyone of any prominence. He is is a divisive figure, and he's probably not all great. But I like him. I like what I've seen of him. Yeah, it's, I just get too much carny off of him these days. Hmm. Uh, which yeah, like uh, that's a me thing. So I'm not uh, yeah. I'm not hating on them. Again. Yeah, that's your anti carny thing. We all know about it. <laughs> so uh, the inner circle come out, and you know 
the crowd is singing, you know, that Fozzie song. And it obviously, it's so, Jericho is so touched by it. And like, it's so, it must be great. I mean, the entire place is packed and everyone's singing this song of his. And, you know, it's the first time in a long time that um, there's been a crowd to do that. So, um, but like they all seemed very touched by, I, I feel like the entire night, the having the crowd reacting to everyone um, in such a strong way really affected them. Like you can kind of see it in their faces, kind of see it in some of the looks they give each other, but definitely with the inner circle, that was the feel with these guys. It looked like they were very overwhelmed and touched, especially like, um, I think it was Santino. Santana. Like, uh, oh my God, why did I say Santino? I was <laughs> thinking Santino Rice, which is someone from RuPaul's Drag Race. Whatever. Oh, oh my God. Oh boy. <laughs> why did I think that? Okay. I am turning into my mom. Anyway. <laughs> so yes, Santana. Um, he seemed really like overwhelmed and like taken aback a little bit. And, um, Oh, it's just so sweet. I'm sure it must be like a, like a, like an intense experience to like have had this very unusual experience of, of flying a lot blinder than you're used to and, and, and not, not receiving the same fuel that you're used to on a weekly basis. And then to have this moment that is not just a moment where that returns, but it's a moment of truth. Uh, It's a, it's a moment Mm -hmm. where something you haven't really been sure of for an entire year of like, is what I'm doing getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't even really know that for sure. Like the inform- yeah, because you can only go online really to check and see what people are saying, and you know it's mostly trolls. <laughs> yeah, like the, it, it would be impossible to 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 be to find out by other means what you find out from that crowd, and right. to 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 step out there. You, you you imagine them being back back uh, backstage, being in the in the in the in the locker room, and being readying to go out there and face whatever is out there and being like, it's probably good, but I don't know. I don't know. And then to, and then to be shown, yeah, the love is still there. The love is very strong. Uh, That, that would have to be affecting. Yeah. It's so sweet. And then they did an, I love you. They all cut a little promo. It was all great. And then they did a little, I love you guys. Jericho said, you know, if this is the last you know, time we're together, if this is our last, you know, on Sunday, if this is our last match together, like, love you guys. They give a hug. That's so sweet. And then MJF comes on the video and uh, he had Dean Malenko tied up. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And so he was out in the middle of the field, uh, the stadium field. And so he's like, come and get him. So they all run out towards the field, but on their way, different members of the pinnacle basically ambush them. Um, and they all get pretty hurt. And Sean Spears' outfit, uh, I mean, he wasn't <laughs> wearing those types of boots, but like he kind of looked like a skinhead. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. <laughs> 
where, where where he really belongs is in a gang that Charles Bronson is getting revenge on. Oh yeah, good call. <laughs> and he's doing this thing of like almost a sexual pleasure from finally being able to beat someone up and i'm like oh uh, very attractive I don't like that <laughs> not into it um is that not how we like to see uh like uh, aggression worked out is that unpleasant yeah no i i kind of have a personal issue with is that, that right <laughs> yeah uh, not into okay it. <laughs> okay i mean it just takes all sort of my worst fear takes all kinds i guess <laughs> um so yeah so it ends with like Santana and Ortiz, uh, they get pile driven into two tables by FTR. That was pretty, pretty strong. God. Yeah. It, I mean, it never, it never looks like someone's going to make it out of that, does it? No. <laughs> um, but it was a really strong segment regardless. I gave it a thumbs up. It was, it was to me a nice reminder of what a stadium stampede offers to just sort of tantalize you and to suggest, you know, we have more and we have different, uh, and there's going to, it's going to be worth it to, to go back to this. Uh, it, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Chan. Oh, I knew no. it. I knew no. it. I'm sorry. I do not like the inner circle of faces. And oh. when they go, and especially uh, um, uh, Jericho to a certain extent, like he's good enough that like I, I get it. Um, I don't like some of the stuff. Like when they're like, I, we had a change of heart. We went and made amends with you, uh, Eric Bischoff. Like it, that stuff doesn't work for me, but especially things like Sammy. Uh, who just has a face you want to punch? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to see it as like I'm supposed to be rooting for the guy. Um, so like the the whole first chunk of it was just like ugh, and then we got to the bit near the end and like oh, that was that was fine. Um, kind of expected, I guess. Like I was like, oh right, that's why we saw Dean uh last week and that you know short little thing so he can do that. It was mm. eh, yeah yeah I middled it just because. Uh, I get it. Obviously, you know, this is what has to happen. Obviously, you guys like it. So that's not yeah. like uh, I appreciate like it how it could be better and what might be different. Like, it certainly seems to me like uh, you you need the inner circle to be more sympathetic than normal. But, it you know, like it, it it's pro- it perhaps was a, a miscalculation. Not that it was a fatal one, but none, one nonetheless to say, well, they must go full face as opposed to, well, they go facer, but that doesn't mean they have to be good. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Because Sammy still has uh, a heel haircut. Fair. <laughs> uh, the fact that the entire crowd is uh, singing that song yeah. and have sung it for months. The, yeah. Like, clearly they were ready for Jericho to go face. So, like, there's nothing wrong with the timing. It just doesn't work for me. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is I see how I see that as well. Like, like, obviously, people are OK with it because they they are responding. But I can I just imagine it being like a, a movie I just saw for the first time recently was The Long Good Friday. And essentially, it is a movie about 
bad gangsters against worse gangsters. And that's what I think Hmm. that this could have been that maybe would have been something that would have pleased you a little bit more is um it's it's just the thing of like the uh, the, the the inner circle ultimately is the lesser of two evils they're slightly less evil in some fashion like <laughs> i i like them all so much i mean i like jericho so much really is all it is but um <laughs> but i also don't want him to not be uh, a heel because his commentary as a heel when he's on the mic it is unmatched you know maybe taz but like god he's so good that if he were to be a face like it wouldn't be that good i mean i'm sure it would still be good but he's so funny it's true (laughs) yeah he's like i hate him he's like no, his his best moments you know? uh, so far have his his best uh, like uh, like uh, phases or or stories have have definitely been like like he was good with Mox, he was good, he was great with Orange Cassidy, like uh, what he's what he's done as a face hasn't like just the character work hasn't. You no, know, you're right. Hmm. Anyways, what do you? Uh, yeah, so I thumbs it up. Where are we at though? Uh, it's an up for me. Uh, yeah, this, despite the fact that I shit on almost everything uh-huh. is still, uh, in, uh, 83% mm. show. Wow. So it's still a must watch. Like all 17% Damn. is you. <laughs> it's almost, almost. And again, I apologize for that. Cause you know what? I enjoyed this episode. I walked away from it feeling like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> uh, but Yeah. The, the the math of it was <laughs> all the way through. And I think it got stronger as it went as it went on. Not that it was uh, bad to start because I think it started well. But where where there was stuff I liked less, it was it was earlier on. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, don't forget that the pay per view is in a couple days. Uh, this Sunday, the thirtieth. Uh, yeah, the thirtieth. The thirtieth. The next uh, uh, dynamite is Friday and not Wednesday. Yes, so it's Oof. throwing off all our lives, but we're dealing. Mm. We'll we're make dealing. it. We're gonna be fine. We'll pull through this together. Uh, we're, we're dealing together. Uh, like however, together forever, never too bad. We're living our dreams and we're dreaming of more. <laughs> at AE Double Back on Twitter, at AE underscore Double Back on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Thank See you, you soon. Bye.